Welcome back to the Deacon Hoover Radio Network. This is Adam. And always with me is the Deacon of Real Estate, Alex Deacon. What's going on, Alex? Adam, it's a pleasure as always. Uh, it's a beautiful day and uh, I'm ready to talk about how we can retire in 10 years, get started now while working a full-time job. I like this 10-year plan you have yeah. set up here. Let's talk about this. That's my 10-year plan, but I'm working. I'm going on year 25. So <laughs> yeah, <I was> gonna... <laughs> I'm teaching something that I haven't even followed. Well, you know, so when you love it, you love it, though, right? Yes. There you go. Yeah, they, you know what they say, when you teach, you actually learn. And by doing these sessions and doing the uh, investor workshops that I have, I, I actually do learn something. Because you're basically, you're sticking to the fundamentals, mm-hmm. but it's so easy to get sidetracked and to get off on a tangent, the next shiny thing, and, you know, the next, the, just easy way out. There is no easy way out. So we, when, when I say retire in 10 years, get started now. It's, it doesn't have to be 10 years. It can be five years. Your, your goal can be 25 years. But it can be done. It can be done with lower stress levels, and it doesn't have to be like balls out. I'm going 120 miles an hour, and if it doesn't work, my life implodes. No, we want to keep a controlled pace, and if you want to get from A to Z, which A is working and Z would be, I guess, you know, retirement or at least being financially independent where you don't have to go to work every day. Right. That's what I want to try to teach you in this short version. Of we like that. This. We like that. Let's get started then. So while you're still working, you know, this full-time job, how do you get started in this whole process? All right. How do you get started? So how I got started was it's when I started investing in real estate, I was a, a auto mechanic. Okay. So I was next to a guy working on his his bay and his cars, and I'm working on my cars, and he's talking about real estate all the time, and I just got interested in that way. I'm like, whoa, this dude's buying real estate. I'm 26 years old. This is cool. So I bought my first investment. One thing led to another. I was still working a full-time job. I got my real estate license, and it just all you know went from there. Now I'm 50 years old, 24 years or 26 years later-ish. Um, I'm still doing this, wow. you know, selling real estate. We're managing real estate for other clients and our own stuff, and we're flipping properties. And you know, it's it's a beautiful thing. But you don't have to take it that far. You could take it ten times further than I've taken it, or you can just keep it to where uh, my goal. This will be you talking to yourself. My goal is to own five houses in the next five years. Or my goal is to own ten houses that equal a million to a million and a half in value and have them paid off in 20 years, then you can set up a game plan and absolutely reach that point. Because okay. no one else is going to set up your retirement for you. It just right. doesn't, not that, that I know of, does not exist right. anymore. Right. You just don't go to a, a job and work there for 40 years and then retire it, for it, 20 years. and you know. Not in today's world, no. Yeah. No. So you're Our on, parents' you're on your generation, own. yes, but yep. not. Nope. So how do you get started? Um, it's as always. You're educating yourself. You're listening to th- things like this. You're reading books. You are going and spending time with other investors at some investor groups and come to some of my investor workshops and things like that. You just learn by you just absorb this by being around people who who are doing it, right? Right. And so your ga- your your first step is you gather information, right? You just don't jump into it. You got to gather some information. Educate and gather information. That's number one. So the second step would be at some point you, you can only gather so much information before you have to make actually some – you have to take action. Right. Right? Because you always hear that uh, information is 
you know, is king, right? Information is power. Knowledge is right? power. Yeah. Knowledge, it, it, it is, but it, it's only it's only powerful if you put it into action. That's why we talk about procrastination on other on other sessions. That um, you could be the smartest man on the planet, but if you don't take action or you procrastinate, or smartest woman on the planet, excuse me, smartest person on the planet, <laughs> if you procrastinate, you're not going to make it. So it's a bad habit. So you can't procrastinate. So gather information. And at some point, put, put some sort of business plan together and then implement it. So what does that business plan look like, Adam? I'm going to ask you. So for, if, if I had a personal business plan? Yeah. What would, your, what would your investment business plan look like off the cuff right now in 30 seconds or less? Off the cuff right now, um, personal goals, like where I'd want to be, where I'm ending up. Real estate. We're talking real estate. Real estate. Talking real estate. I'm throwing one at you, curveball. I was gonna man. say, hit this. I was gonna say, I'd want to be in and out of the game. Probably. All right. So I'm 38. I'd want to be in and out of the game by the time I'm 50. Okay. So, I, so I'd want to be comfortable to where um, I could. I obviously still want to work, but I would be able to call my own shots, so to speak. Yeah. There you go. So the, the, you just you just came up with a framework of your business model, your business plan. 12 years. Yep. Okay, it's a 12-year business plan. And I give myself the two-year buffer just because I'm a father. So that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, business plans change and plans were meant to change, but you got to get something down in writing or, or at least have it embedded into your brain that this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to get there. So you got to put – you have to think about this a lot. This is something you're going to have to invest time and thinking, sometimes too much thinking, almost to be obsessed about it, to be honest with you. I tell I, I tell my kids who you know my my children work with me, and my son-in-law works with me. My wife works with me. I tell them that the businesses that I own, and you have to treat those businesses like a six-month-old child oh, yeah. that never grows up. Yep. It's it's relentless. It's like a six-month-old colicky baby mm-hmm. that freaking craps his pants six days a week. You, it's nonstop. Mm-hmm. You, it's just how hard it is. So I mean, it, it's not going to be easy. But if you want it, you know, it. The easier it is, it will become easier as you grow and learn about it. Of course, okay. But what you need to understand is, you don't have to take it to some massive level. You don't have to own thousands of properties. You know, you can take, you can make it easier on yourself. Know your limitations. Know what stress you can handle in your life and can't, and dive into this. But do it at a slow pace. You know, buy that first investment so it's, it's simple. It's easy in, easy out. If I don't like it, I can get out of it. You know, keep it, keep the first one, the risk to a minimum, the stress level to a minimum. This is when we're we always want to work hard, but we want to work smarter yeah. than harder. Yeah, you'll get there. Yep, you be patient. But here's the funny thing. You have to be patient, right? Mm-hmm. You see it all the time. Of course you have to be patient. Then, on the other side, those who hesitate, they lose. So it's a, it's a, it's like um, opposing, you know, opinion. I'm giving you opposing methods to do this. Right. So it, it's balance, man. You have to be constantly striving for more. But then you have to enjoy too, and take and take a step back, and enjoy your daughter, like you said, and right. your, you know, and enjoy your family. So it's a tough it's a tough act to to, to uh, navigate through. But um, you get started by educating yourself. Two, 
business plan. Get that embedded into your head. Know exactly what you want to do. Know that you're going to be flexible in that business plan because that's going to change. You might find you really like this business and you want to expand on it. You might find that, you know what, I don't want to own 20 homes. By the time I'm 50, I only want to own 10 because I don't like it that much. Okay? Focus, focus on the most important activities. So what are those activities? What are What do you think one of the most important activities would be for a real estate investor? Keeping up with finances. That's really super important. Right? But if you don't have a house, then there are no finances to talk about. So you have no investments, right? Gotcha. But that's something you really need to go and do and know, and I'm really bad at it. But don't ever forget to look at your books, like, all the time. Look at your bank account. Yada, yada, yada. Know what's going in and what's going out. But the most important thing for any business owner, including a real estate entrepreneur, is generating leads. It's finding the houses. If you can't find the houses in the good deals, then you're dead in the water. So that's the most important activity. Devote 80% of your time of your time in investing in real estate, finding the deals. Okay. And like we always say, you know, we'll, you'll, you'll start to understand what the better deals are with time, with yeah. patience, oh, yeah. with experience. Yeah, with... a good deal when you're first starting out in five years will be like, I can't believe I thought that was a good deal. Right, right. Yeah. But absolutely. those are the learning lessons that you want though. You know, sure. a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people think that's a step back or there's that's... No, there's no other way to learn, hey, in sorry. my opinion. Yep. Yeah, you just have to get out there and... And make those mistakes. But you have to, at some point, get out there and right. do it. So technology, you need to embrace it. Like, you know, I'm 50, so technology to me is, like, not the most comfortable thing. Mm -hmm. But I know I can use the Internet, and I can use email, and I can use um, Google, like Google Earth and Maps, mm -hmm. which is tremendous. And get to know how to use a two or three different websites that are going to help you tremendously and really get good at those. Because you can, we talked about this in a whole session about how to get rich at home in your pajamas, yep. doing a desktop analysis. Yep. So important to embrace technology. You don't have to be a tech whiz because I can't even change the signature on my email. I had to have somebody <laughs> help me do that the other day. But you, have, you know what tools you need in your tool belt and those four or five tools that or 80% of your time that you're going to spend is going to be finding real estate and finding the deals, master those tools. Master that technology part of it. Gotcha. So technology is, is critical. Um, we talked about procrastination. When Now here's a question. It's uh, opposite of what we just talked about, uh, about procrastination, is when is it a good thing in real estate? So when is procrastination a good thing in real estate? What do you think that would be the answer to that one? Uh, you know what? I mean, this is something we, we touched upon in a different session, but, um, you know, for example, when we did to evict or not to evict, you know, uh, wintertime, maybe it's better to procrastinate the eviction process until after winter just because of the, the You're financial. starting to scare me because uh, you're, you're actually learning. I, that's right. <laughs> I know. I know. So that's, that's really good. Um, <laughs> sometimes some of the best deals that I've made are the deals I've walked away from. You know, because okay. they were so bad that if I would have invested in them, I would have lost a lot of money. So some of the best deals, some of the best deals, again, I just had to think about. You know, I just, you know, let me think about this one overnight or for a couple days. Okay. So sometimes procrastinating is a good thing. Here's the bad part about procrastinating. In most, in a lot of cases, 
a lot of cases, it's a really bad thing because the, when those good deals come around, they don't last. Right. So you have not even minutes to spare. It's one of those you snooze, you lose kind of scenarios. Yeah, so it's again, it's like, well, should I, should I jump on the first good deal? Yes. Or should I think about it overnight? Yes. So it's it's very difficult. So that will come over years and years of experience knowing what a good deal looks like and what it isn't. And staying within your box, you know, staying within that, this is what I'm buying, single family homes in this area, in this price range. Or I'm going to, don't be, I'm going to buy commercial real estate, I'm going to develop real estate, I'm going to build townhomes, I'm going to build condos, I'm going to buy raw land and wait for it to go up in value. You can't do all that. Right. Some rich guy who has billions of dollars will do that and then they'll fail because they're not focused. You have right. to focus whether you have $10 in the bank or $10 billion in the bank. It's just as easy to lose both. Right. That That is true. That is true. So, so does that, I don't know if that tells everybody how to retire in 10 years, but we can, we'll do a longer version of it because we'll I think by doing a lot of these shorter versions and even the long ones, it, it helps and it hurts the person listening because they're thinking, well, I'm going to listen to this six-minute session and I'm going to learn how to retire in 10 years. But all it does is creates more questions. Right. Right. Well, he said to procrastinate, but then he said don't procrastinate. And he said to act quickly, but, but take your time. He said it makes – so what I'm saying is – I don't know what I'm saying. Really? <laughs> it's, I think what you're saying is real estate is, is – an, an investment is, can be – it can be tricky. It's one of those yeah. where sometimes if, you know, we always talk about using your instincts. I look at it this way. If there's a property, like you said, a great deal comes along, mm-hmm. you sleep on it. If it's still there the next morning, you know it was meant for you, take it. You grab it, you know. Yeah. Or maybe if it was, if it's gone the next morning, maybe it wasn't meant for you. How, you many, how many minutes have we got? We got about a minute. Okay. So let's summarize this crazy little session Quick here. Quick summary. So summarize. That's Start. our summarize music. That's, that's somebody calling me. It must be a good deal. Maybe I should get it. Screw it. I'm going to procrastinate. There we go. Okay. So, summarize. Be patient. Patience. But don't hesitate to buy a good deal. Okay? Be patient, but don't hesitate to buy a good deal. Go slow when you first start out. Period. If it takes you two years to find your first deal, great. The second one will take you one year. The third one will take you six months. Get comfortable in it. Know your limitations. Stay within your box. Don't go too far and try to be all things to everybody. Um, focus. Use technology. Know how to use the technology you need to. You don't have to be a tech whiz. And have that plan in front of you at all times. And don't ever forget what your ultimate goal is, which is financial freedom. There we go. Done.